The following program does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Reality Radio 101, its advertisers and sponsors, or its listening audience. Listener discretion is advised. Well, it's a group thing. It's got a funky sway. Well, it's a group thing, a group Good afternoon and welcome to the Liquid Green Health Show with your hosts Fred and Janet Cox right here on Reality Radio 101. To get on board right now, send us an email. Our email address is liquidgreenhealthshow at gmail.com. Now, right to your hosts of the Liquid Green Health Show, Fred and Janet Cox. Hello and good afternoon. It's 5.30, that wonderful time. It's a Sunday afternoon. It's sunny and bright, and this is the Liquid Green Health Show. We want to welcome our listeners uh, in Toronto, across Canada, the United States, and, of course, around the world, and uh, to my co-host, Across the pond. Janet, how are you today? Your microphone is muted. And while you turn it on. Oh, that's for a change. I pulled a Fred Fox. <laughs> oh my goodness. So I can't blame you anymore, Fred. No, you can't blame me on this I one. I'm staying in Jamaica. It's 4.30 and raining. So we're in Toronto today. Okay, we are. We are doing a lot better. My name is Fred Cox, folks. My co-host is Janet Cox. And today's broadcast is streamed live on Facebook at Liquid Green Products, Inc. Today's show is for education and entertainment purposes only. And it's, of course, it's designed to light us up and guide us through life's big questions and help us help to bring us one step closer to living a healthier life. And... Uh, we want your emails. Please take a moment to send those emails in. Send in your comments, your questions, and you can send it to the Liquid Green to, to Liquid Green Health Show at gmail.com. As I said earlier, it's a bright and sunny afternoon here in Toronto, but we have some not so good news. If you're a Leafs fan, oh, please, please. if you're a, if if you're a Leafs fan, could you mute your microphone, please? Right. If you're a Leafs fan, uh, there's a lot of crying, a lot of wailing and gnashing of teeth that's going on because Toronto has suffered a tremendous loss oh, I'm uh, so yesterday. I, I can feel it for you folks. My son had to take a drive last night after the loss uh, just to settle his nerves. Right? That's amazing and, um, how the Leafs do this year after year. I'm really amazed. Yeah. I thought they could have closed this down two nights ago. They should have. They sh it should have happened. But uh, that's the nature of the game. Like but last I night, I think I saw the best. Say that again. I said I didn't watch the game, but here I hear there was a, a goal in question. 
Yeah, there was a there was a call that was made last night that I I thought should not have happened, but that's the rule of the game. The, the only thing is, uh, these things happen so often and they don't call it. And last night, for some reason, they they call it and that goal was disallowed. But um, you know what you're gonna do? It's a tough loss and uh, lots of tears, lots of tears, lots of crying last night. Um, so you know, it's one more one more year. As they say, one more year, they're going to come back saying, go Leafs, go again. Remember last year, this time, Kofi actually threw his shirt out. Yeah, he threw it in the garbage, right? (laughs) Yes. I went and he said, this shirt is bad luck. That's it. And I went and I picked it up, but I told him that the neighbor, somebody took it. So probably I still have the bad luck shirt. Probably that's why they lost. Yeah. I I, I don't know what it is, um, but you know, I have to give it to them last night. It's the best. I'm, I'm not a hockey fan. I, I like to look at the playoffs. But last night, what I saw, the performance that the Leafs, uh, the Leafs did put on last night was tremendous. They, 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 they deserve to have won that game. But, you know, things just went against them. Um, they really give it a run for their money. But um, that's the nature of the game. Right. <laughs> so how are you doing in Jamaica? Before we get to our... Guess what's happening in Jamaica? Let's put it this way. I heard you guys didn't have water for one day, or is it two days? It was a challenge. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. It was. It has been a challenge. Mm-hmm. We had uh, the, the the water commission workers on strike for two days, mm-hmm. so that was not good. And then we had four families leaving to wow. go to Paris, um, Fort Saint John. Um, where else was somebody going? New Jersey. And uh, I forget where the other one was going. And when we got to the airport at 10 o'clock, they said, all flights are grounded. The air traffic controllers walked off at 10 o'clock. Wow. 10 o'clock, you should have seen the buses with tourists. You should have seen the people. Nobody could go, nobody could land. But they got it all sorted out very quickly the next day. So. Okay, so everything is okay. And then you you had the water problem. Yeah, as I so said, you guys weren't bathing for a week. No. <laughs> in, the, in the in the Caribbean, you know, people know how to get water. But you have an ocean. You, you have a sea. We have the sea. We have a river. We yeah. were, good. We were so good. water shouldn't be a problem, on, on you know, unless you're thirsty, right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Oh. Okay. Um. So you you know what? Um. This is always good when we when we could a lot more time. So. What I'm going to do is I'm, we're going to go to an early commercial, right? And then uh, we're going to come back and you're going to introduce our guest. We have a wonderful guest on uh, today, folks. Um, the information is going to be exciting. So I want you to sit back and relax. This is the Liquid Green Health Show. Uh, you're listening to it on Reality Radio 101. We'll be right back after this. Passionate Care Services offers specialized care and daily living assistance to those in need. Our caregivers provide individualized service that you can trust. As our name suggests, we are driven by compassion. Our vision at Passionate Care is to provide the highest level of care. We always strive for excellence. 
We believe in providing quality care that enhances the lives of your loved ones dealing with temporary, progressive, or chronic illnesses. Passionate Care is a proud Canadian home care healthcare company serving the community for over 10 years with integrity, reliability, and compassion. We enhance the quality of care for your loved one in their home, retirement residence, nursing home, or hospital. Email us, passionateforcare at gmail.com or call us between 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. at 416-835-7399. That's 416-835-7399. Passionate Care Services. Care you can trust. Are you planning a renovation project this year? Look no further. Let First Responders Renovations help you. We are trustworthy, bonded, and accredited. We will work with your budget and make sure your project is done on time, be it residential, industrial, or commercial. Our professional team will save you extra work and hassle by ensuring you have the right materials and all applicable city permits and guarantee a successful completion of your project, big or small. Call First Responders Renovations, 437-703-2180. That's 437-703-2180. Let us help you plan and complete your next renovation project and leave you worry-free to do other important things. First Responders Renovations, 437-703-2180. Or email us at firstresrenos at gmail.com that's first res reynolds at gmail.com f-i-r-s-t-r-e-s-r-e-n-o-s at gmail.com the following program does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of reality radio 101 its advertisers and sponsors or its listening audience listener discretion is advised It's got a funky sway. Well, it's a group thing, a group thing. Come on. We're moving on. Welcome back to the Liquid Green Health Show with your host Fred and Janet Cox right here on Reality Radio 101. Send us an email right now. Our email address is liquidgreenhealthshow at gmail.com. And now, back to your hosts of the Liquid Green Health Show, Fred and Janet Cox. Okay, everyone, welcome back. We had some technical difficulties. I'm not sure if it was transmitted over the air, but uh, for some reason, I was off the air. Uh, You're listening to the Liquid Green Health Show. My name is Fred Cox, and my co-host is Janet Cox, who is in Jamaica, enjoying the warmth of Jamaica. And uh, we are streaming live on Facebook, folks. You can reach us there at Liquid Green Products, Inc. 
And again, please sending those emails to liquidgreenhealthshow at gmail.com. Now, this month, the month of May, we have designated it as Nutrition Month. And um, as speaking of that, we do have a guest who is going to be telling us a lot about nutrition in a specific area of our lives. And I'm going to let Janet do the introduction with our guest. Janet, over to you. We're really looking forward to talking with Andrea Barrett. And Andrea is a very well-recognized member of the community in Toronto. And she is an amazing woman. Andrea, I've never asked you how old you are, but for the accomplishments that I've seen, I'm going to, I won't even guess, but <laughs> you have done a lot. Um, Frederick, just before I start, I think we have a couple of emails. You want to get to them first? Um, no, I, I don't have access here as yet. So go ahead and I, okay. I'll, I'll get it to it later. Yeah. All right. So Andrea is actually the founder and CEO of, Di of the, the, the Diversity Agency, which is a speaker's bureau. And she worked with a team that specializes in facilitating workshops in something that is so absolutely needed, not just in Toronto, but globally, when it comes to unconscious bias, and anti-Black racism, big topics these days. Andrea's also participated in consultation with various levels of government. And she was a part of the team that provided input on the $221 million, the Black Entrepreneurship Fund that was announced by the federal government for Black citizens and Black entrepreneurs. She is also an accomplished trainer and speaker and with, with a background in technology as a business analyst and software trainer, Andrea, you have also completed the essential modern board training with Capacity Canada and Manulife Board Governance Bootcamp. Um, <laughs> very busy house, okay? She wears a lot of hats. But today, Frederick said, you know, we are talking about um, nutrition. And we're actually talking about something very specific, and Andrea is an ex expert when it comes to pre-diabetes, and uh, she's a nutritionist and wellness expert and coach in this department, right? Now, I know in Canada, the rate, the, there, there seems to be a rising rate. This is one of the debilitating diseases. I don't know if we do call it a disease. It's a silent killer. It's a, and most people who have it have no idea that mm -hmm. they have it. And we'll talk to Andrea and ask her, how is that even possible? So Andrea, you have had personal experience with type 2 diabetes in your family. So welcome to our show. Welcome to the Liquid Green Health Show. Just remind people that they're listening also on Facebook Live, which is Liquid Green Products. Inc. Inc. on Facebook. So, Andrew, I know you're in your car because at the end of the show, we're going to talk about your political aspirations as well, because you're campaigning for our election coming up on June 2nd. So how are you and how tired are you? Hi, Janet. Hi, Fred. I am great. Uh, not so tired. I'm okay. I stay hydrated. I make sure I get lots of good greens, you know, I'm doing okay. <laughs> but thanks for asking. I've actually transitioned from my car 
I'm in a neighborhood in Brampton, so you can see the playground behind me. Yes. I am, you know, in the car, driving around, visiting different neighborhoods, but really glad that I had some time to speak with uh, you and Fred and your listeners on that Liquid Green show. So I'm glad that, May, you're focusing on nutrition. Nutrition is near and dear to my heart, uh, specifically diabetes or pre-diabetes, as you mentioned. So yeah. I was um, I was fortunate enough to grow up in a multi-generational household. So it was me, my sisters, my parents, and my grandmother. So oh. Janet, I know you're in Jamaica, so I beg you, bring me some breadfruit and some ginup. <laughs> Just make sure you squeeze it in your suitcase because I love <laughs> breadfruit and I love ginup. And don't tell me ginup's not in season. Just make sure you find two nice red breadfruit <laughs> and wrap it up in some foil and squeeze it in your suitcase for me. not read this because not because ginup is not in season, but neither is breadfruit. I oh. <laughs> <laughs> You're really out of luck. <laughs> ah, all right, then I will continue to shop local and support the West Indian grocery stores here. I will do that. But uh, like I said, fortunate enough to grow up in a multi-generational household. Parents are from Jamaica. So my grandmother lived with us. When my mom came to Canada, she sponsored up all of her family and brought everybody here. Living with my grandmother was a joy. So as a, a little girl, you come home from school for lunch. Grandma makes you a hot lunch. You watch the Flintstones. You go back to school. It's just, just great. And you learn a lot. It's just I love uh, multi-generational families where you can teach things and learn and take care of each other. My grandmother never went into a nursing home. As we aged and as she aged, we then started taking care of her. And then she developed type 2 diabetes, which, you know, I was, we were shocked. We didn't know what this was. Um, and, you know, she would call you and send you into the kitchen to go into the fridge and get her insulin. She'd lift up her skirt. She'd jab herself in the side. With, and it was like, what, what's grandma doing? What is this insulin? Why did she take a needle all the time? Then as time progressed, my mother developed type 2 diabetes. Wow. And then I got freaked out. Like grandma has it. Mom has it. Does this mean I'm going to have it? Is my sister going to have it? So it prompted me to get educated. So usually I become educated and then I start advocating. So went back to school, became a nutritionist, learned as much as I could, read everything I could, went to every trade show I could and devoted my practice to pre-diabetes and diabetes, which unfortunately affects people uh, in Canada, uh, and actually globally, it seems to be in, impacting Black people more and more, as well as South Asian people. And it's not, um, it's not inevitable. Type 2 diabetes is a lifestyle disease. So I teach people, I educate them on how to balance their blood sugar. Diabetes really is all about balancing your blood sugar. Every single thing you put in your mouth, uh, food or a drink, sometimes medication or a supplement is information. So you are giving your body information every time you ingest a food, a drink, uh, or a supplement. It is a, either increasing your blood sugar, decreasing your blood sugar, or keeping your blood sugar stable. We love, I, when growing up, we love to eat hard oat bread and white mm -hmm. rice and rice and peas and, and a bulla cake and coconut drops and sugar cane and, and dumpling. Like you eat those and yeah. you eat some other things, right? You eat meat and you eat some vegetables, but we never ate in the right proportions. We had way too much rice and way too much roti and way too much breadfruit. You can still eat those things, but in moderation. And you just need to know which foods spike your blood sugar and which foods will reduce your blood sugar. So like me, love off of breadfruit. I can have breadfruit if I have it with protein, kingfish, red snapper, piece of okay. chicken, curry goat, okay. oxtail, but in the right proportion. I'm like, when I was younger, 
my mom would, when she's sharing out dinner, like it was like my dad would have a, a mountain of rice on his plate. That's just love. <laughs> but it's too, it's too much. Really, the protein you eat should be the size of your palm. And when you're eating carbs, it should be half a cup or three quarters of a cup. We all eat way too much rice. When you go to our favorite West Indian restaurant, they serve way too much, way too much rice. It should be half a cup or quarter a cup. And then you balance that with, car with a good source of protein. Yeah. Anything that I've mentioned, chicken, fish, tofu, tempeh, um, beans, soy, uh, goat meat, oxtail, and then good sources of fat. Okay. You know, I hear people say their grandmother used to have, used to make coconut oil or used to have lots of coconut oil, coconut oil, almonds, ghee, uh, pistachios, um, you know, good sources of fat balanced with your proteins and your carbs will keep your blood sugar stable. Okay. Now a question for you. Mm -hmm. you mentioned insulin. Yes. Right? I mean, a lot of people, as we say, they're pre-diabetic and they probably don't even know it. Yeah. Problem with diabetes is that your sugar level is higher than normal. Yes. It's higher than normal, as you're saying, because of some of the foods we eat. Yeah. And the choices we make. Now, you mentioned rice. Certain yeah. cultures eat a lot of rice. Mm -hmm. It's seen, it, you, you mentioned South Asian. Is that one of the, the, the areas where it's predominant or not so much? Yeah, yeah it is. Okay. It is. Yeah. So, and the other tubers that we eat in yeah. rice, is that also a problem like the yellow yam, the negro yam, the white yam, etc.? Is that so? Yes, it is. So, your body sees it as sugar. Your body can't tell the difference between a chocolate bar, uh, a donut, uh, a, a table, um, half a cup of white rice, half okay. a cup of plantain, or half a cup of yam. Your body can't tell the difference. It can't. It, it knows it's sugar. Those are carbohydrates. Mm -hmm. Where it can tell the difference is the type of carb. So white rice has less fiber and spikes your blood sugar faster. Brown rice has more fiber and and spikes your blood sugar slower. Just like um, like a, a yam or a cassava, because if there's some fiber in it, it doesn't spike your blood sugar as quickly. Anything that is devoid of fiber, and usually on the white side, white pasta, white rice, white sugar, white, white bread, uh, white bread yeah. anything that's devoid of fiber spikes your blood sugar up quickly. That's why juice, people who have low blood sugar, they're like when my mom was first diagnosed, her doctor would tell her, if your blood sugar is low, drink some orange juice because that'll spike it right up. Orange mm -hmm. juice comes from an orange. Eating an orange, you get fiber in pulp and it's not as, it doesn't hit your blood sugar as fast. Drinking yeah. juice just like hits your blood sugar quickly. That's why it, I encourage people not to drink juice, to drink water or to have some kind of infused water, put a, a bay leaf or a, um, a piece of basil or cucumber or cinnamon oh. stick yeah because juice is your body just sees that as liquid sugar you need the fiber you need the pulp you need the roughage which is good for your digestion yeah. most yeah. of the world is constipated uh and fiber keeps your blood sugar balanced but speaking about speaking about juice speaking about juice um i find a lot of times i'm, I'm outside i might be in the supermarket or on the road or you 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 go to a function like an outdoor uh uh match or something when you know when it was possible at the time and you find a lot of kids are drinking juice the mm. parents will you know buy these box juices and give it to them that definitely will have an effect on a young child uh developing diabetes very early 
Yeah, juice isn't our friend. Juice is, is sugar. It's liquid sugar that just hits your bloodstream too fast. Eating, I, you know, I encourage parents to give their children fruit, a whole piece of fruit. Eat the entire apple, the skin, mm. the pulp, and everything. Eat an mm. orange. Eat uh, a mango with um, instead of drinking the mango juice because you need that the roughage yeah. and the fiber. <clears throat> it doesn't hit your blood sugar as quickly. And you know what? Ask a dentist what uh, toddlers teeth look like sometimes you hear parents will give their kids a bottle with juice and the kids fall asleep and if mm -hmm. the kids aren't brushing their teeth like okay. the dentists yes. will tell you yeah so there's blood sugar and then there's like uh dental cavities yeah but andrea a question um we is is all juice the same because when we do juicing and you do you juice your carrots and your beets i'm not talking about the juice that you buy in the store i'm mm -hmm. talking about the juice and you're throwing your lemon and you're throwing your ginger and your, you know, uh, your beet. Is that in the same category or is no. that? Right. It, okay. No, I wouldn't say that's the same. So I think, I think there's two, there's a few different types of juices, I'll say. There's Correct. the stuff we buy at the grocery store where if you turn the label over, the first ingredient may or may not be a fruit. It may say uh, fructose or corn syrup. Um, if it's juice, it just should be like a orange juice squeezed. So right. anything that has more than two ingredients you want to stay away from like i remember there are some products in the store that say they're juice but they're not really juice it's like um i forget what it's called it's like juice like <laughs> it's yeah. like juice like it's mixed with stuff sugar and water and flavor is what my mother would right. say uh juicing like if you have one of those amazing juicing machines and you're juicing beets yeah. and carrots and ginger and kale and lemon and apples and green things that's oh that's different because that's not as sweet that stuff is fine. I encourage you to um, blend things because you want to get some of that pulp and that fiber in there as well. But like a green juice doesn't impact your blood sugar like like some of the store-bought commercial stuff. The insulin will still be able to work. Yes. Yeah, so it's not necessarily a matter of insulin working. If you have type 2 diabetes, you're, you're putting yourself sort of on a, a roller coaster. If you have um, a meal and it's high in sugar, your, um, your, your pancreas squeezes out insulin to escort the glucose into your cells. If there's too much glucose, your pancreas just can't keep up and it, it sort, of, um, sort of like gets burnt out. It just can't keep up. Uh, or or you, your cells are not receptive to it. So you want to minimize all of that and just try not to have anything that spikes your blood sugar. You want to be as stable as possible. Lots of clean water. Thing, don't add extra sugar um, or into your, your, your food or your beverages. Try to have it as natural as, as you like. You want to add some sweetness because we all like a little bit of sweetness. Like I had the biggest sweet tooth as a child. Cinnamon mm -hmm. gives you a hint of sweetness. Nutmeg, uh, vanilla gives you a hint of sweetness. Um, if you're baking apples or applesauce, adds a little bit of, of sweetness. You want to try to, you know, like sometimes when I'm at the coffee shop, someone will order like a, a triple triple. <laughs> For those of you not in Canada who are not familiar with the Tim Hortons, <laughs> a triple triple is three teaspoons of sugar and three shots of cream, yeah. three teaspoons of sugar. That's too much. So, you know, it's hard for some people to go cold Turkey, but if you slowly cut back, so let's say you were a triple, triple, and then you go to a, a double, double, and then one sugar or half a sugar, you want, you really want to cut back on processed sugar. Not only does it affect your body in terms of type two diabetes, it affects your brain. They're saying that uh, cognitive decline is, is now the new type 3 diabetes. Some are calling Alzheimer's disease yeah. type 3 diabetes yes. because 
it, mm-hmm. it's impacting your brain. We're so much, and it impacts your skin and your mood and your energy. The less added sugar we add to our life, the more green leafy vegetables, fruits and vegetables, lean protein, great sources of fat, coconut oil, almond oil, avocados, pistachios, all that good stuff. And, you know, slowly decrease the amount of rice. You can still eat your rice and peas, just not as much. Decrease it, have half a roti skin instead of the entire roti skin, more good proteins. You will feel better. You're doing your brain a favor. You're doing your eyes a favor. You're doing your mood a favor. You will be healthier. Can you tell us about the actual levels? How does somebody measure their the level that is not what is normal and what is pre-diabetic normal or mm-hmm. what is absolutely you know terrifying that you should be looking at this right now? Okay, good question. So, like you had mentioned, most people are walking around in a, a pre-diabetic state right now and they just don't know it. So the only way you know is if you get your blood sugar tested. So you have to go to the lab. So normally you would go to the doctor's office. They are either doing a physical or you're going to request uh, some blood work. You're going to take this requisition to the lab. They're going to give you a needle and then they're going to test your blood sugar. When they test your blood sugar, they're looking at your A1C. So that is how your blood sugar has been in the last 90 days. So it looks at it for three months. So if you had like, you know, an entire bag of chocolate chip cookies the night before, that's <laughs> not what's going to spike it up. It's, it's right. like what's happened in the last three months. Uh, oh. The stable blood sugar not being pre-diabetic is anything less than 5.6. Uh, anything between 5.6 and 7 puts you in the, puts you in the pre-diabetic stage. And anything over, uh, then you are diabetic. If you are in the pre-diabetic stage, it is not a guarantee that you will develop full-blown type 2 diabetes. It's sort of a waving of the red flag. Hang on for me. Hang on for me. I wanted to meet my brother, Brenton. He came all the way from Vancouver. And oh. he's going to the hi. airport right now. So we're hi, taking Brenton. it. To say hi, hi, Brenton. Hi. Okay. Hi. Bye, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Cox. <laughs> okay, great. And have a safe flight, okay. right? We were trying to encourage him to stay later, but yes. Great. And he has it in, in his bread, in his in his suitcase. He has the fruits. He has the nesberries. He has oh. the nuts. He has the breadfruits. No, he didn't get breadfruit. Breadfruit. <laughs> didn't get the breadfruit. <laughs> Okay, so bon voyage, Brenda. Okay, go ahead. <clears throat> Sorry. Oh, that's okay. Um, so just because you are you have pre-diabetes does not mean you will develop full-blown type 2 diabetes. It's a red flag. It's a warning. It's like, you know, green light, yellow light, red light. This is a okay. yellow light letting you know danger ahead. Proceed cautiously. This is when you take a look at your kitchen. You open up the fridge and you see what's in there. Do you have jam in there do you have lots of box juice do you have my nemesis is um condensed milk oh, condensed milk yes. and and people don't caribbean, like when i come to their house caribbean <laughs> yeah yeah so That's condensed okay. milk is, is my nemesis so i've been known to show up at people's house and by the time i leave they wonder what happened to my condensed milk what what, <laughs> what happened to the condensed milk because i i will throw that away because i love you i will throw that away that mm-hmm. spikes your blood sugar. If you need cream, have milk or an or um, plant-based coconut alternative. Cream. I love coconut milk, coconut cream, uh, yeah. cashew milk, mm-hmm. um, almond milk. But and if you're sweetening something, uh, you know, and you're not there yet, half a teaspoon of sugar, one teaspoon of sugar, a little bit of honey, a little bit of maple syrup, um, 
Stevia is a natural plant-based sweetener that doesn't spike your blood sugar. Erythritol <clears throat> and xylitol are sugar alcohols that don't spike your blood sugar and are actually good for your teeth. So dentists like that. But uh, so, I, you know, look in your fridge. Anything that spikes that blood sugar should go. Look okay. at your look in your covers. Like anything that is refined and usually white in color, crackers, yeah. cookies, hardo bread. On the flip side, Andrea, we've covered some yeah. of those things. On the flip side, yeah. what I think diabetes, as you mentioned, it's uh, it's one of the easy things if we do the right things. You've talked about the food. What about yeah. exercise? How yeah, easy. That? Because yes. if you do the food and the exercise, it's really pretty quick to get back into normal, isn't it? Yeah, um, amazing. So uh, Health Canada says you need 150 minutes a week. That's it. You do not need to buy a gym membership. You do not need to become an ex-bodybuilder. You need to put some shoes on and go for a walk. It starts with walking. If you want, if you can do weight-bearing exercises, that's amazing. Because as you're lifting and curling and squatting, but resisting, you are pushing more sugar into your muscles. So you're helping the sugar move around your body because you don't want it to get into your eyes or in your nerves or places where we don't want it. So walking, uh, swimming, gardening. My sister um, has a beautiful backyard and lot, loves to garden. She looks very fit at the end of the summer because, and all during the summer, because she's lifting soil and she's raking and she's okay. pruning and she's, it's, so it's not anything mm -hmm. major. It's just exercise. It's just moving your body. We were meant just to keep move. moving. It's yeah. We were meant to move, yes. lifting, you know, even housework, you know, wiping things at the top shelf, squatting, lifting laundry, cleaning the bathroom, just moving. We're very sedentary. We, we use Uber Eats. We, barely leave the house we don't go for a walk we we don't do things we need to move and get our blood flowing and exercise walking helps your blood sugar amazing now, so does exercise what about uh, we have done shows with several people in the last several weeks and one of the big factors that affects almost everybody in so many areas is stress yes right? Now, what is the impact with that on your blood sugar level in terms of guiding you towards becoming diabetic, like type 2? Yeah, excellent question. So diabetes is no different. Stress mm -hmm. and type 2 and high blood sugar positively correlated. When mm -hmm. you are stressed, you release something called cortisol, and oh. that spikes your blood sugar. That does not keep your sugar down. It keeps it up. So stress means you're not getting enough sleep. Uh, maybe you are over exercising. Maybe you are burnt out and, you know, you're working two jobs or you're worrying about your family and you can't sleep. You're putting stress on your body or you're worried about your, you know, your finances, your health, your loved one, whatever. Stress in any form releases cortisol in your body, which then raises your blood sugar. So that's why it's important to do everything possible to de-stress. Get a good night's sleep. Uh, walking helps de-stress, making sure that you are in a, you know, as stress-free environment as possible and you're not surrounded by stress. It has a negative effect. Even like, even if you're stressed in your head, you just have a lot going on and it just keeps you up at night and you're just, you're just stressed. It has a negative effect on your body. And um, of course, a question I want to come back to is about the children, because I know you mentioned it very briefly. But there seems to be the, the incidence of pre-diabetic, being pre-diabetic is becoming more prevalent in children. And I'm wondering yeah. what is that? But before you answer, I okay. just want to remind people that they, they remind our listeners 
<laughs> that we're listening to the Liquid Green Health Show, and we're with talking with Andrea Barrett. And uh, Andrea is telling us how to keep ourselves healthy by doing the right things in terms of eating, making the right choices, hydration. Sure, we, that's one of them. I just want to go to a few emails. Frederick, are you, is your email working now, or should I do? Yes, yes. Um, <clears throat> uh, sorry about that. Let's check in and see if we have a few. Yes, we do, we, have, have we do have a few here. Um, the first one is from uh, Brian, and Brian says, uh, Hi, Cox is too bad about the leaves. Oh, well, next year, <laughs> love the show. Um, we have another one from Tom. Hey, uh, green Liquid Green Show, this is an amazing show today. Uh, he says, uh, man, did I learn some things. Thank you and blessings to you. Uh, and then we have, oh boy, we got quite a few here. Um, mm -hmm. This one is from Tim. Very important topic, diabetes. Uh, this disease causes so many issues among the uh, with the human body. It mm -hmm. can lead to kidney failure, blindness, amputation. Mm -hmm. Thanks for the topic. That is so mm -hmm. true. So true. That's one of the biggest side effects of this uh, disease is amputation. Mm -hmm. um, and, 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 and especially amongst people, uh, the disadvantaged um, people mm -hmm. who don't have the means of accessing proper health care and don't have the, the, the understanding of the dangers that they're playing when they leave this disease. As you said, um, uh, Andrea, when it's left uh, unattended to. Yeah. So two things we can get to then with the children. Why is there such an increase? Is it just because we're eating more poorly or is there some other factor why the kids are being so? I think it's because of what we're eating. So remember at the beginning, I said first it was my grandmother, then it was my mother. And then I thought, mm -hmm. oh my gosh, could I be next? You, you learn certain things in your family. So, you know, mom learned how to cook from grandma. I learned how to cook from mom. You, so it's the, it's the ingredients you're using. It's the food you're using. It's the lifestyle. Like, our, we, like it was rice, man, enough rice all up in this house, uh, hard old bread and just like the lifestyle. But once we change that, you know, grandma's blood sugar came down, mom's blood sugar came down, mine came down. Like what? right now there is no hard, like we don't buy hard bread anymore. We, there's no condensed milk in the house. What huh? about, what about the spices? What about the spices, oh, yeah, spices that are, are used, great. especially in, in, in the West Indian foods? Oh, spices are great. Spices uh, do okay. not have a negative effect on your blood sugar. In fact, they have a positive. Cinnamon, okay. nutmeg, uh, you know, Cersei tea, all that mm -hmm. stuff that we grew up with. Um, uh, cod liver oil, mm -hmm. um, um, all of that stuff. Spices are fine. And like the more we use them, the less we will want to put sugar. But when okay. it comes to kids, it's I really believe it's what they're eating and they're not as active. When I was in school, Jim, Jim was a regular uh, class mm -hmm. that we help, had. We were active, we were running, we were playing, we were playing volleyball, we were in dance class, we were doing things like that. Today, there are iPhones and iPads and Playstations and Netflix. Nobody, nobody moves. Nobody's doing things. And also, it's fast food is, is a bad thing. It's, the, it's what's in it. And don't be fooled. A lot of fast food or fake healthy food has a lot of sugar in it. And that yes. is what the problem is. It's sugar. Even smoothies. I love smoothies. But when you buy a smoothie on the road, they use a lot of juice. It has a juice base. If you mm -hmm. have a water base or a nut milk base, almond milk, cashew milk, or uh, regular milk, or, or 
um, or, you know, really water, that is best for you. If you can limit the am amount of bananas you put in your smoothie, that's fine. But if you put a, a whole banana and you're using fruit juice and then you're putting frozen fruit in there, that's just, that's, that's sugar. It really, it's, yes, fruits are good for you, but all of that I just described is sugar. You need to offset that with fat and protein. So put a scoop of almond butter in there, put a scoop of protein powder in there, put some yogurt in there. You need to add some protein in there to um, slow down how quickly that will spike your blood sugar. One of the things we have not mentioned yet is the signs. <clears throat> you said some people we don't know, but are mm -hmm. there some signs? Like I there are. some research, like, you know, the increased hunger, the increased thirst. Yep, absolutely. And in fact, so, some of those kinds of things. Now, if, if, if you could just hold your thoughts, hold your thoughts with that question. Um, we're going to be going into a commercial right now. You're listening to the Liquid Green Health Show on Reality Radio 101. We'll be back with our guests right after these messages. Okay, great. Passionate Care Services offers specialized care and daily living assistance to those in need. Our caregivers provide individualized service that you can trust. As our name suggests, we are driven by compassion. Our vision at Passionate Care is to provide the highest level of care. We always strive for excellence. We believe in providing quality care that enhances the lives of your loved ones dealing with temporary, progressive, or chronic illnesses. Passionate Care is a proud Canadian home care healthcare company, serving the community for over 10 years with integrity, reliability, and compassion. We enhance the quality of care for your loved one in their home, retirement residence, nursing home, or hospital. Email us, passionateforcare at gmail.com or call us between 9 a.m. and 6 p.m. at 416-835-7399. That's 416-835-7399. Passionate Care Services. Care you can trust. Are you planning a renovation project this year? Look no further. Let First Responders Renovations help you. We are trustworthy, bonded, and accredited. We will work with your budget and make sure your project is done on time, be it residential, industrial, or commercial. Our professional team will save you extra work and hassle by ensuring you have the right materials and all applicable city permits and guarantee a successful completion of your project, big or small. Call First Responders Renovations, 437-703-2180. That's 437-703-2180. Let us help you plan and complete your next renovation project and leave you worry-free to do other important things. First Responders Renovations, 437-703-2180 or email us at firstresreynolds at gmail.com. That's firstresreynolds at gmail.com. 
F-I-R-S-T-R-E-S-R-E-N-O-S at gmail.com. The following program does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of Reality Radio 101, its advertisers and sponsors, or its listening audience. Listener discretion is advised. It's got a funky sway. Well, it's a group thing, a group thing. We're moving on. Welcome back to the Liquid Green Health Show with your hosts, Fred and Janet Cox, right here on Reality Radio 101. To get on board right now, send us an email. Our email address is liquidgreenhealthshow at gmail.com. And now, right back to your hosts of the Liquid Green Health Show, Fred and Janet Cox. And yes, welcome back, everyone. You're listening to the Liquid Green Health Show on Reality Radio 101. Our guest today is Andrea Barrett, and we are talking about diabetes. And the conversation has been well uh, accepted. We want to thank you once again, uh, Andrea. So much information, so little time, but um, you know, that's what it is. She was just about to answer for us, Andrew. We're not letting you go just quite yet. You were about to tell us some of the symptoms. Why are we walking around and not knowing what it is that we have? Yes. And also remind me, a second question I want to ask you, bear in mind, don't let me forget. You mentioned with families mm-hmm. that it's lifestyle, but I want to know how much of it is hereditary, if anything at all. So we can mm-hmm. go back to that after you tell us about some of the signs. Yes. Mm-hmm. So in Canada, I think they're about nine or, whoops, I think they're about nine or 10 uh, million people with prediabetes. Mm-hmm. So these people are walking around tired, just dragging themselves, you know, from home to work. They are thirsty. They go to the bathroom a lot. They are tired. They have blurry vision. They think, you know, oh, it's time for me to wear glasses. Their vision is blurry. They, you know, it's, it's excessive thirst, excessive urination, blurry vision, and just being tired. That is not normal. Uh, so once that happens, then you go to your doctor. Uh, you get a checkup. You get a lab requisition. And then you see, you get your blood sugar tested. That's usually the signs. Uh, and someone mentioned earlier, type, when someone passes away because they had type 2 diabetes, their death certificate never says died because of type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. It'll talk about the complications. It'll say heart disease, uh, kidney disease. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone talked about amputations and blindness. Diabetes is a nasty disease that can affect so many of your organs and your system. So we must do everything we can now uh, before. It's like living a healthy lifestyle now. Don't wait until you, are, you have prediabetes. Know to reduce the amount of sugar and know to start being active and moving your body. I think of some of the, the fake healthy food, like mm. fruit on the bottom yogurt. Yogurt is very good for you. Fruit on the bottom yogurt is full of sugar. Mm. Whenever you're buying anything, don't be dazzled by what's on the front of the packaging. That's all marketing. They want you to buy it turn it around and read the back. If one of the first five ingredients is sugar, put it down. So are you read, talking, 
are you talking about those little packets of uh, yeah. yogurt? Yeah. yeah, with the jam on the bottom that yeah. we're call, that people pretend is fruit. So yeah. jam and yogurt. That's not healthy. Yogurt is healthy. Add your own berries and your granola and your nuts and your pumpkin seeds and all of that stuff. But fruit on the bottom, yogurt is not healthy. Like also, kefir. kefir is wonderful, isn't it? Or- yes, kefir is wonderful. Yeah. Buy natural plain yogurt and then add your stuff to it. Sprinkle some cinnamon, cut up some pecans and walnuts and pistachios and that kind of thing. Um, also, peanut butter. I love nut butter. I love peanut butter. But when you buy the processed version that's on the shelves at the grocery store, the first, one of the first ingredients is sugar. Peanut butter, almond butter, cashew butter should really just be mashed up cashews or mashed up almonds. Exactly, it right? shouldn't have high fructose corn syrup or, or, or icing sugar or anything like that. So always turn over the label to read the ingredients to read what's on the back. And I talked about it being hereditary. (laughs) Yes. So you talked about it being hereditary. Type 1 diabetes used to be called juvenile onset diabetes. That may be hereditary. Um, Like there's some research out about that. Type 2 diabetes, to my knowledge, is not um, genetic. It's, It's a lifestyle disease. More and more people every year are developing type 2 diabetes, and it's not necessarily because of, of family history. It's our diet, lifestyle. what we're eating, what we're not eating, and our lifestyle. Some, mm-hmm. some of us don't sleep. We like to stay up late on Twitter or watching Netflix, um, yeah. or we have computers buzzing around us all the time. We don't sleep well. We don't, like, we don't move. Like, you would be surprised how sedentary some people are, just not moving, not exercising. And... And not a lot of us are drinking water. We're drinking soda and juice yes. or, or we're just dehydrated. Yeah. Yeah. I'm drinking coconut water right now. Coconut <laughs> water is good. No, but in there. It's too much good too. Is, can you have too much coconut water? Or can, uh, you, you or, can probably have too much of anything. Okay. Uh, moderation is good. But um, like, listen to your body. Can <laughs> you get diabetes from drinking too much coconut water? No, I will say no. Okay. Yay. It's 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 a, it's a an accumulation of factors. No one food will do it for you. It's constantly okay. assaulting your blood sugar is what does it. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I just want to uh, touch briefly on some of the, the statistics um, about diabetes in Canada. It says every twenty four hours, more than twenty Canadians die of diabetes related complications. Yeah. 480 more Canadians are diagnosed with this devastating disease. And 14 Canadians have a lower limb amputation every 24 hours. Yeah. Right. That's amazing. Even though they're spending millions of dollars every year in treating diabetes, something like between 75 or $80 million that they're spending on, on diabetes. The problem is lack of understanding and education of the individual themselves. Yeah. Right? That's not paying attention. Yeah. And no. this can be prevented. Like you just talked about education. Many like it's been it's been um, gratifying to see my family change. So you you introduce different foods, kale, quinoa or you know what? Omega threes, fish oil or, you know, make sure you don't eat this kind of rice or try this kind of rice or make sure yes. you're adding this kind of fat. It's been nice to see the education that's happened in my family and how healthier people have become people have lost weight people have more energy people's yeah. fridges look different like people yeah. don't buy the offending car- the condensed milk anymore 
So yeah. it's just about education. When you when you know better, you do better. In America, yeah. Frederick, um, or for this not... entire backyard. Okay, that's not me. Okay. Oh no, no that's me. I'm in the neighborhood. <laughs> we have we have very little time left, so. Yeah. Right, 96 million American adults apparently are pre-diabetic. Yeah. That means wow. one in three people and 80% of them don't know they have it. So Did you say one in three, Janet? One in three. That's yeah, so that's me, you, and Fred. Yeah. Me, you, and Fred are on this call right now. We are one in three. If yep. we're not aware of what we're eating for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, or snacking on, um, that's us, right? That's us. Yeah. Right? One of us. So thank you so much. We have covered a lot. This has been so in, so informative. Yes. You know, and it's, it's the sad thing about this this show is we don't have enough time to discuss this this one uh, topic that has that is causing so much uh, havoc within families, and that is something that we, we didn't even get a chance to talk about the devastation that it that it, it puts on not just the individual but the extended family. Mm. Well, I'm happy to come back uh, later on in the year. So my, you've got my number. Call me anytime. But you're not leaving just yet because we want not to quite yet. You're not quite yet. I, I mentioned you're running as a member of provincial parliament for. That's, a not, that's another hat. Right. Yes, <laughs> that is another hat. So I wear a few. So like I said, I like to educate and advocate. So I, I did it on a smaller scale with that, you know, diabetes and pre-diabetes. Uh, my cousin has sickle cell disease, so I educated myself and advocate for her as well. I'm, I'm a member of a great organization called the Sickle Cell Association of Greater Ontario. And during the pandemic, uh, a lot was uh, exposed uh, about what's working and what's not working. So I, I want to educate and advocate on a, a larger level. That's why I'm outside. So I'm visiting, I'm going door to door, handing out my uh, flyers, canvassing. Uh, I have a great group of volunteers with me. So I am running in the upcoming provincial election. The election is June 2nd, and I am in a riding called Brampton, whoops, Brampton South. So if any of your listeners are, are watching that are in Brampton, I would encourage them to reach out if they have questions um, or and especially vote. Regardless of what riding you're in, actually, please vote. Um, it's been told that we don't vote. And if we don't vote, no one knows our concerns. And we matter just like everyone else matters. So it's important to vote, especially for me if you're in Brampton South. But if you're not, just vote. Your voice matters. Yes, wonderful. Okay, so, so with that, go ahead, Janet. I was going to say, what are you hoping to accomplish? That's a question. I know the, the reason you've mentioned the reason why you're interested in running, but what mm -hmm. is it that you really want to see? How do you want to make the difference? So in the city that I live in, we only have one hospital. Uh, so Brampton has almost 700,000 people. We have one emergency room. I've had to take both my parents to the hospital and they've been in the hallway. There was no room. There was no phone. Mom's on a bed in the hallway. Whoa. So I am advocating for the people in my community for more health care, better, better health care. We see what the pandemic has done and how it's exposed everything that's broken. My sister is a nurse. She works in a nursing home right here in Brampton. The stories are, are terrible. And as I mentioned, my grandmother grew, we lived with my grandmother. Um, I would want everyone to have the opportunity for their parents and grandparents to age at home with their things and their food and their friends and their fuzzy slippers and not 
be warehoused in um, a long-term care facility. So I'm advocating and fighting for better health care for Brampton and all of Ontario. And specific to us in Brampton, we suffer from something that's called postal code discrimination. We okay. pay higher um, in insurance than most other cities. Yes. Specific, yes. Strictly because yes. we live in Brampton. Because my postal code is L6P, I'm charged more than yes. Fred. I'm charged more than you. That's, yes. That is discrimination in yes. any form is wrong, including postal code discrimination. So yeah. advocating for that. So as we say, that's going to be for another show. I'm going to wish you yeah. all. This is not America for American <laughs> listeners. We don't spend years and two years and so much time on elections. We do it. Bang, bang. Thank you, man. 30 days that's and right. it's done. 30 that's days. Right. So, and well, 18. 18. <laughs> Andrea, this has been wonderful. Um, thank you so much for taking the time from your busy schedule to uh, spend some time with us, some FaceTime and give us all these wonderful tips on uh, diabetes and its dangers and the type of foods that we should not be, be eating. And uh, I want to thank you. I wish you good luck in your thank you. endeavors and I uh, hope to see you again sometime. Right. Thank you so much. Take care. All the best. Stay thank healthy, everyone. Frederick, can we get to a few um, more emails? Yes. Um, let me just... Uh, uh, see if I can access I, I know there's one you did not read from Kim who said when you talked about the sports she um Kim said well how about the liquid green sports show with Fred Cox <laughs> <laughs> here's one here's one from uh Tommy wow nice and very important topic today this will help a lot of people that are di pre-diabetes mm -hmm. uh and oh and he ended off with the leaf suck oh. <laughs> 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 well, thank you very much for that, Tommy. Um, I feel the same way about the Leafs, but I don't think they sucked last night. I think they did the very best they could. They just ran into a backdrop. That's all. All right. Mm -hmm. Better luck next time. Um, we have another email from uh, Ray. Ray says, um, favorite listener, thanks for the info. Thank you for that email, Ray. Uh, Jim, Jim says, hi, Janet. Uh, oh, he wants to know if uh, Andrea is married. Uh, oh, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Right? <laughs> I, you know, I don't know. It's something we never ask. We'll find out and send you an email. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's it. You know, um, it, it, in the very uh, little bit of time that we have, um, it's, it's, we really have to start looking at the possibility of extending our show because we have so there's so much information um, that we'd like to impart with our listeners. And in, in an hour, you really don't have an hour to talk. You have less than half an hour of talking and, and you know, and, and the rest of the time is just, you know, spent in um, pre, pre in, in uh, commercials and, and, and other stuff. But um, I know as Gary, our producer used to say on a typical one hour show, if you're listening to, you know, the, the radio, CFRB, et cetera, um, yeah. some of those shows, um, stations, it's about 20 minutes. Yeah, it's, 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 it's not a lot of time. You know, really, people really think that that's a lot of time. But let me just give you some more statistics um, on, on today's topic. 8.5% uh, 8, 8.5 in, in the Asian communities um, have diabetes, uh, something like 8.1% in the African, Caribbean, and Black communities. And in the Chinese communities, it's like 4.3% um, in, in these communities. So the cases are very prevalent, and it's very, very serious. As one writer, one uh, 
person that wrote and says it causes amputation and andrea also touched on that it causes an amputation and, and destroys a lot of the organs in the human body if yes. you do not take care take okay, care of yourself have a minute, frederick and here is somebody who's not going to be diabetic <laughs> she loves her milk can you not see us oh yes i can see her now yeah. <laughs> okay okay great. so um that's it folks uh it's been a wonderful afternoon uh wonderful conversation we hope that you know a seed was sown and for those of you who are suspected of um, being borderline or who may have diabetes you know i i can only say take care of yourself your health your health is much more important than anything else hi jackie how are you yeah. hi brother you're still you're still in jamaica I am. They can't get rid of me. Oh, man. <laughs> As a matter of fact, Frederick, um, Brian, when he first came out from, from Tampa, yeah. he came out to Jamaica with in a pre-diabetic condition. You're kidding. And he had a little bit of a tummy on him and all that stuff. And yeah. it was within weeks. It didn't take long. Moringa, right. drank a lot of moringa, you know, one of the superfoods we're going to mm -hmm. talk about. Mm -hmm. And it worked for him. So it is something of all the things that you can get being pre-diabetic and can avoid. You can avoid it. Yes. The exercise, the sleeping well, the de-stressing, the eating the okay. right foods, and we're and so right. And so that brings us to the end of our show. Thanks for listening, everyone. This is the Liquid Green Health Show, and you've been listening to us on Reality Radio 101, as well as it's been streamed on Facebook Live. Liquid Green Products Inc. It's been a I'm wonderful. I miss you. <laughs> well, come home. <laughs> come home, but the flights are too expensive. I'm waiting for something below 400, and right now they're five to a thousand dollars. I'm waiting. Okay, folks, enjoy yourself. Have a wonderful week. See you next week. Thank you for listening to the Liquid Green Health Show with your hosts, Fred and Janet Cox, right here on Reality Radio 101.